Let's do it. What's good, everyone? It is Alex and Kenan back for episode 21 of Proof 21? of Concept. Wow. All right here. Drinking age, Alex. It's amazing how the years pass by. A podcast. I know, right? Big, I'm going out tonight. Time. I'm going out, and Littles is too. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, man, you got the copper mug. We like that. Moscow meal. You Littles know in Moscow will be. Yes, sir. All right. So, Alex, obviously, we have two amazing guests with us today, Alex. Want to give him a little soft intro. So, we'll start off here with our man himself, Littles. Good nice to see you. How you been on this nice Monday afternoon, evening? Now. Good man. Nice to nice nice to be here with y'all. Um, I always I think it's funny. Um, a lot of people, you know, don't know. I introduce myself as Little, so a lot of people mm. may not know my name. Some people may know my name and not call me Littles, but um, for those that don't know, it's James Dowell, and I'm actually a junior, so I take go. pride in you know putting that after. I think my the second guest i ain't gonna say his name yet because y'all ain't said it but you know i'm pretty sure he's i think he's a junior too so you know you got two seconds here man um but yeah i'm good man it's great to be here with you all um great to share this this space with you all today man i'm excited for sure and then drum roll please and alex let you introduce our second guest we got we got another one for the first time ever um so yes this is our first episode with two guests Mm -hmm. um and we have Paul and I don't know how you can introduce this guy. He's he's suave. He's cool. He can crack. He can do everything. He can chef. He's a crazy good Ooh. chef from what I've heard. Um, so welcome, Paul. Hey man, appreciate y'all having me, man. Uh, you know I got we going You know we gonna spice it up for the first two on two with a half court, man. I'm the vet, not the pet. That's you right. Understand me. That's right. You know I always tell a lot of people I put the paint where it ain't. So Ooh. you know. I'm here to I'm here to cross the eyes and dot the T's. Yeah, feel me, you know. Let's go. <laughs> if if I, hey, listen, if I if if I, if you can't give me no assistance, you got to keep your distance. That's a bar. Man came, man came through with the bars. Okay, we're starting off. Tough here. I see it. I see it. That's good. Oh, uh, nah, man. I appreciate y'all having me, sure. man. I, I am a junior, mm-hmm. as uh, Little says. So I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a drop of the big drip. I call my pops, so go. I call you know, call me Puddle P. <laughs> right. I like that. I like that. That swaggy P. We got Puddle nah. P. All right, yeah. both making buckets out here. That's crazy. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. Hey, both. Look, shout out to New York basketball. We back. Let's go. Anything else? Hey, the Knicks are right. back? Yeah. Question and mark. And then down the street, man. Are they was, back? Like, oh yeah, they're back. We'll start off with there. We got, we got, we got, we got no, RJ, RJ dropping see, what thirty-five? We see last year. Oh, they back. Knicks ain't <laughs> they back, back. Listen, they back. That's first round though, like hey, RJ, RJ, they ain't never RJ been close. RJ with, <laughs> with a, RJ with the KD the other day, the thirty-five. He was That's dropping. Fair. Respected the dropping, baby. And now they got Kemba the killer. And my boy Randall playing bully ball. What? That's my Kimba guy. Back in the Mecca. I like. Kimba I like. Back in the Mecca. Yeah. Man. Come on. Man. Is back. Give me a... mm-hmm. Come on, okay. man. Stop playing. So let's start there, though. That's actually interesting. So, Paul, are you are you are you a Knicks fan? Any particular New York affiliation? Because I'm actually. I don't know if I actually told you guys. I'm here in the city right now. I moved up here a couple months ago. So I'm chilling in Manhattan. So I'm trying to go out for a Knicks and a Nets game eventually. Um, oh, but yeah, cool. that's cool, man. Any what's any connection to New York? Yeah, well, I was actually born. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was born in um, uh, the town of Oyster Bay, okay. um, and uh, on Long Island. I lived gotcha. a, uh, for the first like eleven years of my life in Amityville, 
um, slash North Babylon. I claim North Babylon a lot more than I do Amityville gotcha. because I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house. Gotcha. Uh, God bless Miss Pauline. Mm-hmm. That's where my dad got his name from. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my, uh, I, my, my dad was always a huge basketball fan, mm-hmm. more so than uh, football. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up falling in love with lacrosse. Wow, okay. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, so I started, that was the first sport I fell in love with, um, other than, you know, basketball, that what I was always around, so. Very cool. Um, no, no, that's really dope, man. I didn't know, you know, you had the, the LI background there. Um, so how'd you find your way to Seville eventually, Paul? Was that something that you moved early on, or how'd you, how'd you end up down in oh. Virginia? Um, I didn't really have a choice. Uh, my parents got a nice job opportunity mm. to come down here. And, I mean, <clears throat> in a two-level house uh, with another family, mm-hmm. uh, and my sisters are 10 years plus older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby. Uh, gotcha. So they already, they already flew the coop, so. Yeah. My parents were like, all right, we don't really have, we got ties here, but it's time to, to move on, slow down. So yeah. we went from that to having, you know, two-story house with a yard. Yeah. You know, and um, when we moved down to Virginia, it's like six hours away. So yeah. mm-hmm. I had a hard time transitioning when I was, you know, coming into puberty at that time. Sure. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of bite back, but um, I learned to embrace it. When I came down here, and culturally, it was a, it was a huge change. Sure. You know, um, not being able to walk places. Yeah. To, you know, walk to the corner store and get you know a slice of pizza mm-hmm. or you know beef patty, which I always complain about. <laughs> I still can't do right now. Yeah. Um, and some cocoa bread. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, it wasn't really a choice. It was it was mm-hmm. a necessity because it, where I, where my parents where we lived mm-hmm. it was. There's a lot of violence going on out there. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing uh, here that I, you know, if my grandmother wasn't who she was, I would be going to, got shot up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going on little trips. Uh, we had a little day camp that we would go to. That's how I learned how to play golf. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. We we pull in the we pull in the to the McDonald's and there'd be you know forty fifty gang members just sitting outside and we would just have to pull through and just leave, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So like when we moved to Virginia, it was it was like trees and cows. A little bit calmer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Irons at night. Yeah. You know, no dogs barking, no ruckus. You know, it was, it was mm-hmm. crazy. So sure. I attribute, you know, I, I, I attribute a lot of our move to, you know, my growth now mm-hmm. as a person, um, being able to receive uh, the energy uh, from the people around me, like uh, Littles. I'm not going to call him James. Uh, <laughs> Don't. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's how I got down here. But yeah, man, so, I mean, I actually didn't know you're from New York, so that's crazy. Um, I mean, I don't watch the Knicks much. I mean, they have potential, I'll say that much. Um, but, but I don't know, the the NBA this season is like, 
I mean, like the Lakers look okay. Obviously, Milwaukee looks pretty good. Um, the Heat still sleeping look... on my Nuggets, bro. I can't believe it, man. I was, what's it gonna take? You, man? you and the Nuggets. We got the MVP man. on. We got the MVP on our team. Jamal Murray's coming back healthy. <laughs> he is got a good. Back we got MPJ. He's gonna be. You know, he's gonna be locked in as the number three guy. What a good team, man. If no one gives Nuggets any credit for the last, I've been a Nuggets fan. My uncle was out in Denver for a bit. Um, and that time I didn't have a basketball team. So even though I'm a huge Giants fan, so kind of Paul Browning off the sports mm-hmm. sports way, he's a huge Giants fan. Yeah, first thing I did, I moved to New York, went to go see a game, and obviously we are some cheeks this year as we have <laughs> in the past five years as your Cowboys. You know, and you have to injure our whole you know our whole offense I'm as well as destroy us. Right yeah, I've got to you know <laughs> I'm being a good boy. I'm gonna put that on the second half. But you let me know if they're getting blown out. I'm hoping your Giants gonna make me some money tonight. Ooh, that's a dangerous game, man. That's a danger. I, I, that's all my friends. My friends have been sports betting a bunch. One of my roommates made four grand on FanDuel the other week, which reminds me: use the promo code KBAB on FanDuel mm. for your first three triple A parlay. You got ten dollars off. Just kidding. We don't got that type of. Money. Yeah. Well, imagine. Imagine. Let me try it right now. Let me try that code. Y'all some jokers. I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for a reason to bet against you. Only use Caesars. Fanduel some trash. Only use. <laughs> Where are you? Um, um, who's your teams? Who who you like? That's that's the thing. Whenever I talk, I was curious the way you was talking about the Knicks, man. It looked like yeah, you got see, a little you bit. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, man. Alex likes to do this. Alex likes to like Boston or somebody. <laughs> man. It's easy to throw know. stones. It's easy to throw stones. I'm like, oh, no, you tell him, you tell him yourself, Alex. I don't, don't care for the Knicks, nah, man, yeah, but you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you know, teams that's Listen. been doo doo, like, you gotta give them credit. Like, I'm a Chiefs fan, man, and oh, people okay. think it's like bandwagon. I'm like, nah, bro, I've been, we've been dookie forever, man. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, Paul's got something. Like, What's Paul gonna say? No, I know it. Just being a Knicks fan for so long and hearing that energy behind your response, you're a Pacers fan, aren't you? <laughs> I'm weak. That make, I'm actually, that check out. I have man. no affiliation. Uh, That's the I mean, worst response ever, man. <laughs> I know. I just, I can't, I'm not from a big city. So there's not like one team, like I'm not from New York City. So there's not an automatic affiliation. The, Dan, the Danville Demons in the G League or some, some shit? <laughs> nope, we got nothing. So. <laughs> we got absolutely nothing. And so that's why like, I actually don't watch much NFL um, I watch a bit. I watch like NBA a lot, but don't have a team. That's oh. I know that's like kind of wishy-washy. Yeah, I just don't. He's a free agent. I, I, I mean, I don't think that's if you're a sports fan. I don't think that's wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Like um, I just who, your, who you like? like who's your Miller. who's your guy? Who's your he guy? Like he likes Reggie Miller. <laughs> the Pacers. <laughs> I don't know. Who's your I guy? Mean, Everybody got it. If you're a sports fan, you got a guy. Yeah, I mean, Alex has the guy, man. Come on. Alex. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say it like Easy Money Sniper is nice, and he gets a lot of hate, but I like Easy Money Sniper. Like Kevin Durant, he just kind of does his thing. I like how he he'll come to the media like, "What y'all asking about?" They ask a stupid question. He's like, "Man, I ain't. I just want to hoop, bro." Like that's all he does, and I like that. I I don't know. That's just Alex's life motto is "I'm me, I do me," <laughs> and that's. <about> <laughs> <laughs> 
I ain't have a problem with KD. I like it. Yeah. I was just curious the way that you was yeah. your response about the Knicks. I'm like, hold on, like no. Let me let me go on record. Uh, the Knicks are fine. I'm not a Knicks fan, but but they're fine, and I think a lot of potential there. I just feel like, you know, ever since the '90s, not much there. Like Carmelo didn't really pan out, but now he's in LA. T- so. Carmelo from us had to, you know, try him out, you know. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Y'all tread softly around on this Carmelo subject. I'm, he I'm a Carmelo fan. Pause. He pause. gave me some of the best years of my life. Pause. He really, he really held you down, listen, huh? Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. We drafted Eddie Curry, bro, in the first round. Mm-hmm. Very high. Eddie Curry. He had more tattoos than he had points. Mm. All the time for the Knicks. <laughs> is he needs he deserves a statue in New York. I agree. I agree. That's fair. And, and yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I agree. I'll have to say yes. And you know who deserves a statue in Charlottesville? Is is this guy James on the call. James Look has done that. so much Look at that flip. for Y'all the city. Doing. <laughs> um, Not yet. Know. I'm still in my prime. Not yet. Oh, okay. He so, said. Yeah, he said, good. "Call me in ten years, then you can put." Yeah, it I'm up. still in my prime. I'm on he my said, his jersey's like I'm he's on, on the first Brady floor LeBron. of the stadium, getting up to the uh-huh. rafters very slowly, very slowly. Yeah. He's getting there. I'm on my Brady Lebron James right now, man. Ooh. Chill. Yeah. Was like playing, he's, he's like playing my career. He got like he's at like I got two out of ten. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there about five seasons. Y'all, y'all see me. Y'all see me. That's no, but on that note, because Littles, aren't you from Charlottesville? So, so I I grew up in Charlottesville. Let me give okay. you a little background on yeah. my parents. Um, both parents, grandparents, they're Charlottesville natives. Mm. However, my dad is a Marine. I've learned wow. that you don't say was a Marine, whether you're still active or not, is a Marine. Okay. Wow. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me either. After I kept saying, like, my dad was a Marine. I say that to Marines or former mm. Marines, and they're like, you mean is? And I'm like, nah, he's not active no more. They're like, yeah, is? Oh, sorry. Um, and my dad do it, too. So, it's you know, I think it's old school militant things. But um, he was stationed in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I'm the third of my um, of my I'm the third born child of my mom and dad. So I actually were was born in Jacksonville, North Carolina on the military base because my parents were stationed down there. So I lived there probably two to three years. Um, however, my brothers was born here. I was back and forth when I was a when I was a baby because um, of family. But I was actually born in Jacksonville, North Carolina. But I've been here since three years old. I grew up here. Um, I went off to college and moved back. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a native of Charlottesville. I, I got a little North Cackalacky in me, though. Yeah. No, it's, it's a little So, yeah, yeah, that's – so I'm, I'm from I'm from Charlottesville. I'm a native of Charlottesville. I went to mm-hmm. um, public schools here. I went to, you know, graduated from Charlottesville High School. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black knight at heart. No disrespect to the Mustangs. Mm. That's chilling. That's chilling. Um, yeah. I guess my first question for Littles is just off hearing that is i'm curious about like that time post-college it sounds like you know grew up Seville since you were three maybe the only time you had outside of this outside of Seville was the like, college time was there ever a thought that you know you wanted to you know, go anywhere else try something else new or did you kind of know right away hey like you know, i'm coming back to this i'm coming back to Seville, my home because i know for alex and i we had that period this little 
awkward in-between transition where we both were like home for like three to four months i wasn't necessarily like trying to leave but i was also of course new york city is new york so yeah i am but for you was that kind of like a clear-cut decision to come back to your community or did you think he was yeah man that's a great question and it probably will set you guys up for some more questions because um man i i I wanted to go to school i wanted to go to college outside of um virginia and you know you you start applying to colleges and 11th, 12th grade and realize out-of-state tuition is 20, 30 grand more. Yep. And it's like, oh, I ain't, they ain't tell me that, you know? Like, how the hell am I supposed to afford that? I can't afford in-state tuition, to be honest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's doable, but, you know, in the sense of, you know, student yeah. loans and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I literally, that plan went out, out the window immediately like mm-hmm. immediately you know i wasn't mm-hmm. playing the sport or anything in the sense of getting any kind of scholarships mm-hmm. so i was like i can't go to, i can't go to college out of state I, I have to go in state so i actually went to redford university um it was one of the yeah one of the cheaper four-year universities in um yeah. you know in the state of virginia especially back then when i was going um and you know post-college you know all your friends getting these good jobs and moving these places moving to all of these dope cities and i did know i wanted to come back home after college due to mm-hmm. finances in the sense of finding a good job saving money sure. um you know i wasn't i wasn't gifted in the sense of having any parents say you know move here i'll cover six months rent or anything mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. i knew i wanted to come back and you know work um mm-hmm. so you know i started traveling throughout like senior year of college and um, post-college um, going to, you know, just, you know, doing what you should do, you know, while you're young without responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a Philly fan at all, but Philly is probably, Philly is one of my favorite cities. It's not the nicest city I've been to. It's not like my best vacation. Philly makes mm-hmm. me feel at home and it's mm-hmm. weird. I it, Nothing brought me to Philly. It was random when I went there. So mm-hmm. I kept going back to to feel to make sure that feeling was organic it was natural and man mm-hmm. i've probably been to philly 30 times in the past okay. three years because gotcha, okay. it felt like home so i wanted gotcha. to move to philly i was moving to philly man the past pre-pandemic pandemic is 2020 so pre-pandemic oh. from probably 2018 to 2020 mm-hmm. i was trying to find a um a decent paying job to cover mm-hmm. rain and things to move to philly man i love mm-hmm. like i love i still love philly to this day Mm-hmm. But sure. I love Philly, and I was moving to Philly. I knew where I was. I still, still to this day, I remember the apartment where I was gonna move to. The area it was Brewery Town. Yeah. Um, that's a little north of um, Center City, um, north mm-hmm. east, I believe, of Center City, but it's right outside of the city. Um, and to be honest, man, the pandemic kept me here. Um, yeah. And not only did the pandemic keep me here, but prolific kept me here. Um, oh, not to jump into the start of prolific we can get to that later but um after like throughout the growing process and pains of prolific mm-hmm. i knew it would be something dope this is pre-pandemic this is 2019 mm-hmm. um me and paul kicking it off with it like paul actually started running before me believe it or not if people oh, wow. didn't know that but um that's a fun fact i actually did yeah yeah that's what i'm saying I, and i don't want to go off topic right. so we can get yeah. back to that Dude, no, um, sure. um but um yeah so i was moving to philly man and that was that was that was home away from home for me and post post no not post pandemic hell we still in damn pandemic (laughs) um but during the pandemic when 
and you all can probably speak for it as well as this is after you all start we mm-hmm. you know, had encounters with you all mm-hmm. um but you know after the um Ahmaud Arbery and all of that mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. shit um and you know I was like well we need to we need to start running again and you know they mm-hmm. fa- I can't remember the phases at this point but it was phase two or three or whatever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were allowed to you know do group larger events yeah and man that was late May early June 2020 and the first or second run I can remember, I was like, man, this pandemic happened to keep me here. Like mm-hmm. I needed to be here. I needed to be here for, you know, the community that I grew up in. And I, mm-hmm. I mentioned to a couple of people, Will and West particularly that like, you know, you grew up in a community and you can be the change or try to be the change and, but you leave, you know, that's what we do. We, we, yeah. we leave, cool. you, you know, because it's better, you know, it's better opportunities in bigger yeah. cities. I don't mean oh, that in a bad sure. way. It's just mm-hmm. more opportunities. So that's what you mm-hmm. do. You leave. And it was crazy to think, like I've reflected on like being from the community that mm-hmm. people say are all the problem, the issues, whether inner city kids or, you know, getting into mess or, you know, product of their environment and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I could, help be the change whether that's one kid or 10 kids it it mm-hmm. like clicked it made sense yeah. and i was like damn you know and i i, I learned a different appreciation for being from being from charlottesville at that at, at that point um and wow. so yes i did i wanted to move i didn't want to be here my family didn't want me to go man i'm one of the youngest out of my brothers and i've yeah. never had any of my brothers shout out to speak the to me man. Yeah, word. Shout out to the brothers. Yeah, yeah. They word. Um, he and speaking. That's it. That's my oldest brother, Jamal, and he. Mm. He, we real close. I'm close to all my brothers, but mm. we don't usually speak in the sense of like vulnerable when it comes to like missing somebody or like, like don't leave. But like he told me, like, yo, bro, can't go. It, mm. What? <laughs> what do you mean? You moved to Atlanta? Why the hell I can't move? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. He was like, man, come on, man. Like, nah, we need you here. And this was before the pandemic. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I know you too, bro, but I'm gone. Mm-hmm. But it made sense, man. And I love that, you know, I'm be honest, shouts out to COVID and the pandemic, man, because I would have been gone. Nah, sh- shout out gone. to COVID. I haven't had many of those, but uh, hey, yeah. shout out. Shout Word. out to COVID-19. I would have been gone, man. I would have been gone. Wow. Yeah, but wow. I'm glad. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to the space that I'm in. I'm grateful to learn from the people I'm learning from to share this space, man. And that's what, you know, this, this, this space, um, allows someone like me and Paul to be on a call like this, you know, sharing interest and, you know, things like that, man, it's, it's dope. I love being able, what, what I've learned about myself in the past couple of years is that Mm -hmm. I love, I've always, I've always been vocal in the sense of, I've never shied away from speaking. But I've learned, I've learned in the past couple of years, like you think you know someone just because you grew up with them or you, mm-hmm. you know, you spend time with them or, you, you know, you, back in high school and college, you party mm-hmm. with people. So you think you know them, but mm-hmm. you don't really know somebody, man. And you, yeah. I'm learning like lately this space, I have a lot of to get to know people, be vulnerable mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's been amazing to be able to like share these type of spaces. And that's why I was really excited about that's why I threw Paul Dame out there in the group and like, yo, God, sure, let's get sure. me and Paul on here, man. Cause like in the sense of like us being vocal and loud and it, we, we also can be vulnerable in the sense, cause I don't think we shy away from speaking our mind. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I was another reason why I was excited to, to, to do this, man. That's so, dope, man. Yeah. That's so dope. I mean, the story of how you almost went to Philly was crazy and 
I, I'm just curious to know more about how, as someone who is, is one of the leaders of Prolific, in my opinion, whenever I was there, you were one of the ones getting people hyped up. Of course, shout out Ballhawk. He's like the main hype man because like no one yeah. does it like him. No yeah, one that can, joker, can... Man. <laughs> It's embedded in him, man. That's that football in him, man. I ain't it's got that. That's, that's a huddle. That's the middle of the huddle. I, yeah, I ain't got sure. that, man. He got that up on me. The hell with he's, him. He's man. different. But but little's coming with the high five when you turn the corner or something. So see, I appreciate that more, Alex. I will say, little's coming over and just again, we didn't know we knew a couple people when we first started, but little's coming in and just getting a little fist bump, like the little things that you know make a community a community to me. And it's so like my in the sense of like what y'all just spoke about, like you know the greetings, you know the mm-hmm. acknowledging people, the mm-hmm. you know those fist bumps, the saying hello, the good jobs. You know that that comes embedded for me from my family, man. My mm-hmm. I, I came from a, um, uh, I, I come from a family of you know my 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 dad parents, my grandmother and my grandfather. Um, rest in peace, my grandfather's so, over. My grandma is still here. She's she's healthy. Um, but man, they're yeah. Shout out grandma. Um, <laughs> she um, you know, growing up, I've people my age people that's almost her age people that's mm-hmm. my parents age they always like yeah your grandmama raised me i'm like yo i've been alive for 28 <laughs> years where and when did she raise Whoa. you like you know like when what are we talking about here I, did she have time to do that yeah i was I'm older i'm older than you so <laughs> she raised me when, yeah when was this and y'all think i'm joking i'm not lying man it's wow. i went to school I went to school with a real, we called each other um, cousins. I went to school, she's two years younger than me. She basically said my grandmother kept kept her all the time. Her mom mm-hmm. said the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, what, when was this to this? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's like uh, multiple people say that. So, you know, I just come from a family, man, and my, that, that, that like just generates love. My grandmother is huge on it. She. She prides herself in that. She's, you know, one of, you know, the big mama house type deal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Sunday dinners pre-pandemic, anyone was allowed. Like mm-hmm. literally, fr- we come home from college. We going to, my, I'm going to my grandma's house on Sunday. You welcome to come in. It's always somehow That's enough right, food. Yeah. It, wow. I, and I don't That's understand. Crazy. I think only grandparents can do that. And yeah. Chef Paul, but how oh, you make Paul. enough food for people you don't even know coming? That don't make sense. <laughs> Like, you know, and that that was her. That's the fam that's the type of environment I grew up in. So, you know, it just generates from, you know, from that and you know, my dad, man, my dad is that's my guy, man. That's my hero. And um he you know, he learned it from his parents, man. He you know, he he you know, I I give the I just pass off the love that I'm giving and that's the type of mm-hmm. guy he is, you know, and mm-hmm. as as a as a as a dad, as a parent, you know, he he was he was a you know a single single father in the sense of like you know that stereotype of you know black mm-hmm. men don't take care of their kids he was the complete yeah. opposite in the sense of breaking that barrier so like you know he came with a lot of you know stigma and things like that um mm-hmm. you know from just the typical stereotypes of a single black man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think he took pride in not being you know the mm-hmm. the deadbeat type of you know the, you know the the terms that you know just commu- our, right. our community grows up in um so i i think that weighed a lot on them in the sense of i'm gonna make sure i'm none of that um mm-hmm. so it, it you know it just it, pa- it passed down to us and you know i don't paul mentioned that i don't have kids um mm-hmm. i i have a, a 
damn handful of nieces and nephews <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, amazing goddaughter that just left me today. She stayed with me for the weekend. Um, but um, oh yeah, I saw. Wait, I saw in your story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my that's my girl, man. <laughs> but you know, I treat. I really do. I literally. I I take pride in being a a a role model, a mentor, a guardian. Mm-hmm. When I'm with kids, I like I I make sure yeah. like I acknowledge the youth out at the runs when yeah, I'm around them. Crew. Like, did you ain't show me like no love crew. today? Yeah, kids. No, crew, for real. Man. Like, that's actually something that I wanted to ask you about. Like, both you guys, in terms of like the kids group coming up, and like you guys, I feel like not just taking you know, literally the family approach. It's always been a family, of course, but now like making that extra effort to really you know, because I've noticed you know the group meets always now. It's like we got kids group coming more frequently. We got more you know off running events. Is that something that you guys are doing intentionally? Is something that's like, you know, you really want to build this into be like, you know, a a family for families as well? It's just, you know, single individuals in Charlottesville or maybe not. Yeah, I'm going to let Paul speak on it a little bit more, Mm -hmm. too, from a parent. Um, Mm -hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, the the parents. So in the Mm -hmm. sense of Paul being a parent, they were Mm -hmm. they were hanging out. Um, a couple of them, Cheryl, I believe, and Courtney, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I believe, and Will as well and his kids, but they were hanging out and it got pitched to me in the sense mm-hmm. of like organizing it, but it was not my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, you know, we should do a kids crew, you know, yeah. it's it's their thing. It's, you know, they already come out and run with us they did, um, yeah. every Wednesday. Um, we bring food, you know, shout out to Paul. He literally started the chef in, in the sense of bringing food every wednesday regardless of who brings it that's some piggybacking from him and mm-hmm. um it's every wednesday is in the community because it's for the community it's not just for prolific people it's not yeah. just for the prolific kids um yeah. it's not just for parents like i'm not a parent i come every wednesday um it's for the community said, point blank i am not a parent i have Word. no responsibilities at the Word. moment <laughs> uh, but it's it's dope. Yeah. It's it's dope, man. The kid. It's amazing to see the kids. If you listen, if you go, if you come to a kids crew and you listen and eavesdrop in their conversations, the way they talk about it, how they're they proudly speak like like I've seen a, a new a new um, kid that came. I can't remember. I wish I knew, but I can't remember who exactly it was. I think it was one of the Will twins and and P. <laughs> Little says you like, cool enough for me to remember. Uh, so. yo, yo, yo. Nah, I, I don't <laughs> remember which new kid it was. But I already know what you don't. You I already know what you're talking about. And yeah, they like hit them with the. It's too. like check, like they had check, like oh you new, you not you prolific, <laughs> and like they get you to run down, like it's wild. Mm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna let uh, Paul mm. go ahead, man. And from a parent, and I'm pretty sure he got a lot to do with the the conversation mm. behind mm. wanting to start it. So, so basically. Um, shout out to Uncle James first and foremost because Little's always looks yes, out for the kids, and I don't know any of those kids that don't say bye, Little's, as they're hanging out of the window, ready to fall asleep within the first five minutes of us pulling off mm-hmm. from the park. But um, that's like a scene from a movie. The kids out the window. Bye, <laughs> word, Little's. Word. And then you, you get the detail. <laughs> And then the, the, the sunset. So, uh, <laughs> nah, but like, nah, no funny though. No funny though. Um, Kids Crew is, is, was obviously something that we birthed out of necessity because none of our kids were in school. Moms, shout out to all the moms 
because as a dad of a four-year-old beautiful baby boy shout out to my boy Preston Anthony Myers the greatest gift um um his mom shout out to his mom I got P shout out she uh they had to go through a lot especially because I'm a chef um I got my my restaurant shut down at the time and I wasn't the chef of the restaurant I was just cooking at this restaurant but um I got once I got laid off and I started getting unemployment um and getting the benefits from the covid bills and whatnot it really expanded my expanded my horizons about how I should be and who I should be in front Mm -hmm. of my son Mm -hmm. and how much I should be in his life and how I should manipulate whatever my situation is or whatever my skills are with that be cooking around him. So back to kids group, my bad. No problem. Um, we want the best for our kids, every one of, every one of us. So, um, with this COVID thing happening, the kids started playing with masks, um, within space. Shout out to Will, shout out to Courtney, shout out to Cheryl, shout out to everybody that, that, that stayed consistent. And with anything like consistency prevails. Yeah. With kids especially too, huh? So, kids, uh, love that. Yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, so our kids are looking forward to what? A Wednesday, yeah. the yeah. middle of the week. Who looks forward to a Wednesday? So figuratively, <clears throat> so figuratively, um, the Wednesday aspect of it is almost like a relief for a lot of us who don't get to run because the kids got to wake up. Some of us have to go to school. Some of us are homeschooled. Some of us don't see some of our kids for a couple of days. You know, there's, there's a lot of dynamic, but we know that on Wednesday at 5 p.m., there's going to be uh, a fellowship of mm-hmm. people and and a certain type mm-hmm. of energy of relief. You know, I get to see my friends. I, I talk to my son, he's mm-hmm. four years old. He loves to see Ezra. Shout out to my yeah. guy, Ben. Shout out to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Their kids yeah. are great. Um, littles, like littles, like my son, he's got to say bye to littles before mm-hmm. he leaves. Bye, little. Bye, little. <laughs> bye, little. Herkel around. I gotta say bye to little. Little said, "All right, I'll see you." <laughs> you, you tell him. Said, I'll see you later. <laughs> tell him next time you see him. I don't want to keep talking, but yeah, uh, kids group means a lot to me, and it means a lot to a lot of the parents out there. So, shout out to everyone who was a part of this culmination of uh, children and tired ass parent energy because we'd be fucking tired. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, leave me the fuck. Let me let me keep it true with you real quick. I'm sorry. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go too deep into it. But sometimes you, I mean, it. I'm gonna keep it real. Sometimes you got to look at your kid. I'm a I'm my son is an mm-hmm. only child. 
and I don't have him a lot and I want to spend every single second mm-hmm. with him. But sometimes it's like, can you please give me five minutes? <laughs> I need five yeah. minutes away from you. So it's usually on the toilet. And you know what happens? He fucking Booker mm-hmm. tees the door and kicks it open. And he's like, Dad, look what I did. Kicking the door, man. man look, yeah. It's my drawing. <laughs> Holy shit. So, and like, so that, like, I can, I, I look at some people that are out there, they got three, four kids. I'm like, are, okay, how are you today? <laughs> and that's when we, that's when we, that's, but that's what it ties into this prolific mm-hmm. space because I really want to know yeah. how you're feeling. If you need to go yell and like try to, knock a tree down with a axe kick or something, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yo, I got you. I'll go for try to help, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm yeah. here for you. So that all ties in kids crew ties into prolific yeah. because that's where that, that, that thing was born. So I'm all right. I'm sorry. I think when I hear, you know, the more we talk about kids, the more, you know, obviously the old adage, you know, it takes a village. I think, you know, kind of getting into like the meaning yeah. behind that. It's like, you know, take care of each other's children like that requires you know such a true and you know authentic form of community that you know once you have that and you know obviously you know prolific was community before this but you know i feel like now that you guys have been able to add this layer to it i think such a perfect you know just encapsulation of everything prolific you know the prolific lifestyle and the community you guys built stands for so i think it's just so cool and then the quick note i just want to add was in terms of you said 5 p.m wednesdays that brings me back to when i was in Seattle, um and you know that kind of that post-school uh, time period for you know for, for kids that age i was actually you know, really lucky to go um and volunteer out in southwood uh, i know we talked about the david episodes i don't want to you know repeat myself too much there but just you know kind of you know <laughs> drawing a little bit of comparison in terms of like we you know we saw firsthand how important it was to have that after school you know structure consistency and it was dope about that program which i think is so also so cool about you know having the kids crew runs is that you know it's not right you know it's not it's not straight to hitting the books you know it was like an hour of like free time give kids you know that that little space to kind of decompress away from school, get their thoughts together. And then it was after that, okay, now, now we gotta go do your math homework. And now, you know, I'm gonna I'm go help you do that too. Um, so I feel like for kids, you know, a lot of kids, I see my sister, she's now, she's turning 13 very soon. So now I'm seeing her kind of go through her routine. And yeah, that's, you know, very, very fun time to see her go through all of her adjustments. But they need that, you know, that after school time for themselves and to really, you know, be off the phone doing healthy things. That's amazing, you know? So. That's just that's something I really want to give you guys props for. I'm happy we got to dive into that. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Paul. Go, nah, nah, nah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, nah, I was just going to say, um, you know, to think about, we say every Wednesday, and it's literally every mm-hmm. Wednesday, unless, you know, a storm or something comes through. But we said 5 p.m., you know, it's that's the <laughs> afternoon. So di- di- we're talking about wind down time in a sense if you go to school or if you're working we're doing kids crew after all of that these are parents showing up being present these are kids showing up being present at after the day this isn't after school care in the sense of drop your kids off leave them so if you also think about that aspect of it as well and that you know the community shows up and you know mm-hmm. we're essentially taking care of everybody's kids bringing food we're all signed up bringing water mm-hmm. juices drinks activities after a long day that's also like speaking mm-hmm. for itself as well if you think about it i think we get so caught up in the routine of us doing kids crew we kind of forget that 
pause making food to bring at 5, 5.30. I may make some food after I get off of work to bring the kids' crew afterwards. Kids are showing up after school. The Buford Middle School is literally right beside it. Bridget yeah. is one of the mothers that comes and shows up. And her daughter, Maya, goes to Buford, and she will just walk down to the park. You know, so it's, you know, if, you know, all thinking about all of that in, in a whole of these parents or the willingness of showing up and being present after a long yeah. day of work or your kid's long day of school, it speaks for itself as well, man. And, but that's what community is, man, showing up for one another. I mean, yeah, because they're literally doing yeah. overtime. Yeah. 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 Like, we don't get like eight or nine. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing, I, I don't want to go on about this too much, but the cool thing for me is, especially when you're a kid, like when you can interact with other kids and it's like yeah. play, it's always fun. But also when like adults show up for you consistently, but also like you can talk to a different, you can like, interact with adults differently right like some adults are like the fun ones like they're the serious ones that teach you how to do your homework yeah. you know what i mean like so i feel like oh. that's that's another point of it um and it's cool <laughs> i still have this image of the kid leaning out the window bye little I just, i'm weak <laughs> anyways man <laughs> i man, just i want to make that man. movie Jeez, i want to make that movie because you know you know little's like ah, right, i'll see you but okay <laughs> if, if i'm ta- if, if i'm ready to go i'm yeah. exactly like that if I'm if if I'm still energetic, oh nah, I'm the worst type of person to, for your kids to say bad to because I'm gonna no, just keep engaging crazy. and you know like I'm I'm you know I'm hyping the kids up mm. when I see them. It's like all right, bro. I'm just Yo, I can tell. Sometimes I can see it. Like Paul just something. calm P down, and I'm like I messed up because I'm about to get him. He gets him fired up and he sends hey, it sends it back home with Paul. There you, there you go. What P? You ain't showing me no love today, P. See, you knew exactly what I was going to say. Because you know exactly, yo, man, listen. Ain't nothing like being the uncle that that's like, oh, you want some candy? You want to fight? <laughs> you want to fight? You want some candy? And then you want to, you, uh, you, Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I can't take you to Taco Bell. So yeah. And then, and then it's, <laughs> it's like, you know them cars that you used mm. to pull back? You put on the ground and you pull back, that's littles sometimes. And then it's like, here's some ice cream. It's seven o'clock. Oh you haven't God. had dinner. And but you know what? But you know what? I appreciate that because I'm not gonna be able to do it. And you know what? The bliss that you see in those kids' faces yeah. when Littles pulls up and it's like, oh yeah, y'all go ahead and yeah. uh, pull up to the uh, ice cream truck I just paid for. And it's like, oh, oh what? And then you tell the kids and the kids are like, shit, let me get three, four <laughs> of them motherfuckers. <laughs> no, like, like, nah, that's like, that's the love, like, that's the, like, when you, hey, damn, little, why you do that? But like, that, like, that's the old adage of like, what, where we come, like, where mm-hmm. I come from, like, in a black family, like, you know, there's somebody there to spoil the kids. There's somebody there to 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 go against the grain to say, hey. And then mm-hmm. we all come together at the end of the day because we're there for the kids. Like, that's what I was circling the back sure. to. Like, yeah. you know, like, man, like it it, it, <laughs> it. There's nothing better than that, man. There's nothing better than seeing kids happy, seeing the future happy, like seeing yourself in mm. those kids like 
imagine somebody handed you an ice cream bar at five o'clock and your mom was like, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but just to come back, I think one note too is I think one could argue as well that not if not for the kids crew, some of those kids wouldn't really hang out with each other just because like, you know, different circles, different circumstances. So I feel like that's really cool too. And then they might make lifelong friends, hopefully, or just like friends for yeah i love childhood friends alex sorry just got me in and now now i'm reminiscing you know i love we gotta you know pay a special shout out to those childhood friends i got some traffic here um some like childhood friends that you know i don't talk to them anymore i probably have talked to them since i was like 15 but like i think back to like you know the glory days of childhood you know and like the formative years everyone has i think there was three or four friends who of course you know now you carry on to high school and beyond but shout out to the ones who no you know just went your own way after high school but you always know, like, they were there for you in, in the neighborhood growing up. And, like, you know, after school, you had, you know, you had a crew to hang out with. And it's just so cool that, you know, Prolific's been able to kind of, you know, give these these kids that structure. And also, yeah, as you said, you know, help them to kind of maybe expand their circles. Because kids, you know, it's so hard to get kids maybe to kind of get outside their comfort zones because they're kids and they can't help it. But I think it's really cool. So, shout out to that. Yeah. But, yeah, 100%. And, and changing gears a bit, I did want to ask Littles a bit about formula. I know we didn't get to that yet, but... Yeah. I mean that for me that was such a huge accomplishment. I was so proud of little. I was like, oh my gosh, my guy. Um but just I mean talk a little bit about Yeah, yeah. How it came about, but also like your your philosophy because you're a trainer now. You're a trainer, you're a coach. Um I, I say you're a trainer, but whatever you want to call it, I think you have an impact on people's health and wellness and their well being, so Maybe just talk a bit about that. Yeah, man. I'm glad you asked me that. This story is actually funny, man. I'm not sure if you all have been able to spend any time at Formula oh, yeah. and no Shout Anne, to Anne. But um, Hi Anne. And oh, yeah. Anne is funny. Oh, Anne yeah. is funny, man. Um but excuse me. Um actually my first class I think me and Paul might have done it together. I know Paul went before me, but I think my first class actually at Formula Paul took it as well. I could be wrong, but I know he took the first one before me. But uh, right. I got introduced. I got introduced to Formula because yeah. of David. Um, this was 2019, the start of Prolific, um, when me and Paul and everybody was running together, and you know David and M. Um, they was like, "Man, y'all should check Formula." Out. We like, "I what is it's Like, it's a running gym, and we're like, "We don't, we, we ain't runners <laughs> as we're running." at oh, 6 a.m. Yeah. in the morning, you know. <laughs> but, you know, nobody won't run. You know, you think a treadmill, you don't want to run on a treadmill. It's like, nah, these woodways, these better. It's like, I, I, if it's a belt yeah, that's yeah. moving, that's a treadmill. Yeah. You know, you don't know these things. <laughs> um, but long story short, we got introduced. I believe we got introduced around the same time due to David and M. Um, and that was when I mm-hmm. was running the time I met Ann. Mm-hmm. So this is 2019. Um, so fast forward, I'm not sure how long I've been there, man, but um, – Fast forward, it had to have been this mm-hmm. year. I, I, I can't remember, but it was either late 2020 or 2021. But Ann had asked me, like, had you ever thought about getting your um, mm-hmm. personal training cert- license mm-hmm. or whatever the name of the certificate? And I was like, nah, this is really not my lane. And, and she was like, okay, no, I, I was just curious. Um, You know, I think your energy and what you bring 
could you know yeah. we could benefit that formula and you know it you know I, I feel you could benefit from learning the tools that we have here and I'm like yeah but personal training isn't my thing and I don't mm-hmm. really care for that in the sense of a career like looking sure. for that in a career that's not what sure. I have a passion in and she was like nah, that's totally fine um and so the conversation kind of died down and she kind of she called me back and was like so what you gonna do I'm like what do you mean she's like what you gonna do and I'm like and I don't think personal training is for me she's like I'm not asking you for personal training I'm not asking you to come in here and be something you're not saying what are you talking about like what are you asking me she said I'm asking you to be you I'm asking for littles to yeah. be littles mm-hmm. I said you asking you saying you want me to be me inside of a, a, a studio with a microphone and music. She said, some yes. Nice lights and some. She said, yeah. I was like, I'm not a person. She said, this, it will, this, mm. it will not be that. This will be coach a little, yeah. this will be little, like you're yeah. motivating yeah. people to be better. Like you don't yeah. have to be a personal trainer to be able to motivate someone yeah. in an exercise form. And I'm like, ha. <laughs> Ah, uh, you bribed me. No, um, I, this is even more weird. You want me to be me? No. So it's like, uh, let me think about it. Then she called me back. She's like, all right, I can't keep playing. She put you on the shot clock. So you got 24. You got 24. Man, what? She said, no, like yeah, this, 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 this is yeah. the last conversation between me and you. What do you want to do? And I was working out. I've been work, I've been yeah. going to Formula the past two years. So I'm, was, I, I was a, um, yeah. I, I attended Formula. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like it was just random. So. She's like, I'm like, all right, and I, I think I want to take you up on this, but I, like, I don't want a second job. I don't need a job. So like, you know, if it's not fun and I don't want to like waste your time, she said, wait a minute, if this isn't fun to you, then yeah. I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm not asking you to come in here and be something you're sure. not. I literally want you to come in here and have fun. I think yeah. that we could benefit from this. And all right, come on, come on. Let's, okay. all right, I'll give it a shot. At this point, I don't yeah. know, and I'll give it a shot. And the first class I taught was David, Emily, that is and a, Wow. That's it was, an all-star it's crew, like a, man. It's like a, it wasn't an yeah. interview, but it's like, yeah. I'm not going to throw you out there to the wolves. I'm going to let you, and I'm like, I think I was better off getting thrown to the wolves because how do you teach yeah. someone that's taught you everything? So I'm in class, and I'm trying to yeah. be a trainer. I'm teaching three of them yeah. trying to be a trainer. And they're like, you did yeah. great, your energy was there. Um, yeah. You could work on this, you could work on this. Yeah. Let's do another class. And they was like, how do you feel about us being in another class? I said, I don't want you all ever to take <laughs> I another class. I don't want to see you inside these four walls. When the lights go off, the, the wind will start calling you. you. Be outside, please. One night and one night <laughs> Yes. <only>. So I <laughs> basically recruited people yeah. to, to join the class. So okay. I, you know, I recruited my brothers, okay. my best friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, I didn't get used to this. It felt like a DJ, yeah. man. And then mm-hmm. I finally got a hang of it, man. I didn't feel like yeah. I was forcing myself. And I started learning from those guys, David, Emily, and, and Ann. And um, yeah. it's been amazing, man. Like, you know, for a lot of people are intimidated by Formula yeah. if you haven't been. Or a lot of people are intimidated by Ann just from yeah. her coach perspective. And you get to know those you get to know those great individuals and it's like they're literally like having fun with it as well like they just have a passion for it so you know that's kind of like what we assume in the sense of like being intimidated because they have a passion (laughs) um but um man i it's 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 like a it's an outlet for me to go in there on tuesday evenings and get that microphone man and 
and you know get to motivate people yeah. and, and it's what i do you know i, I can i can agree to that being a natural um trait of mine um is encouraging so, and being yeah. vocal you call yourself and, a motivator sorry um, yeah 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 i, I would agree yeah. with i agree to that man like i i, I know my I, I know the energy that that's embodied in me and i know that i feel sure. of you know getting it out you know and 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 being transparent in the sense of um um knowing what people need and you know that's why we encourage so many people and you know in the sense yeah. of prolific because you can see it in people's body language mm -hmm. if they're having a bad mm -hmm. day if they're struggling mm -hmm. or if they're having a hell of a day and i can see that in formula as well when i'm in those classes man and i'm yeah. like just give me one more yeah. just give me just give me one more and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking junk i don't yeah. lose my personality I had a class last week and I couldn't get the microphone right. And at the end of the class, um, Anna said, are you okay? Yeah. You wasn't yourself today. And I said, to be honest, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. But I couldn't get that microphone right. Yeah. So I didn't want to yell. And she's like, I don't come here for you to be quiet. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have took your class. She and said, it's like, I'm chance. like, yo, trust me, I'm being honest with you right now. I'm perfectly fine. But y'all couldn't tell I was trying to get this mm -hmm. microphone setting right to the music and I couldn't. And that's why I wasn't up tempo and yelling because it would have been bad. Mm -hmm. um, it would have been distorted and disturbing. So I, I wasn't able to be the way that people mm -hmm. become present and come into these spaces to get this from me. And it's funny. So like when I'm at when I'm out at the runs, Either I'm, if I could be tired, or either I could like just be like I don't know this music. The music in my ears ain't it today, so I'm just not vocal. People go, they 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 approach they approach me and like you okay? And I'm like, man, this is wild. Like <laughs> I am perfectly fine, but I know why, and I don't think it's weird you're asking. Um, appreciate you asking, but I know, I I know what I bring to spaces yeah. that I take up. And that's why I enjoy the yeah. spaces that I'm involved in because I'm able to be myself in that in, in that way. Um, so I understand yeah. when people are concerned when I'm not loud, man. It's wow, but um, formula allows me to be myself. It's another uh, outlet that allows me to be myself. I mean, what's if you're if you're a, a outspoken person, yeah, what's better yeah. than a microphone and music? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and people yeah. that's looking are they're yeah. coming there for that. Um, so it's funny, like, and she, she'll be outside the studio and it'll be like first time clients or first time customers that's come into the class and, or people that has never took my class mm -hmm. that's long time customers. And she's like, oh, you have never took Little's class before? Oh, you're in for a treat. And it's funny because I'm like, what? It's like, mm -hmm. we, I've learned from you, but she being like, no, you like, you don't, you can't hear yourself yeah. outside of this studio. Like I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and she just gets to laughing at me because like, I'm yeah. in there saying crazy stuff, yeah. but I'm being myself, like I'm being me. And that's all I know. And that's why I, like we, yeah. me and Ann had to like, like you want me to be me? Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't want nobody yeah. else. She's like, do you want me to put little, do you want me to put littles <laughs> on the, the website when they sign up? So my name is not even Coach on there, littles, it's James Dow. Wow. It says the littles wow. Dow. Yeah, so it's hilarious. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, shouts out to Ann and David and M, man. They, 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 they help the, the, not only just me, they oh, yeah. the group a lot. They're like life coaches in a sense and training coaches to, to yeah. a lot of our training plans, to the majority mm -hmm. of our training plans. They, 
they look out for us they support us and they keep us they keep us moving yeah, so, yeah formula here um, I actually want to ask you guys both a question about formula because I don't know if I ever told you guys but I got to know Ann through uh, Jeff Boychuk's class shout out Jeff hi Jeff how you doing Jeff yes. that's maple. my guy maple hey, Jeff out not, there. maple I heard Jeff's not <laughs> Tesla but... get some Tesla stock yeah you should have <laughs> Come on, bro. Chill with the slight flex. <laughs> he said, he said no. I pressed start. It took a right turn, then a left turn, and then I arrived at Harris Teeter. No. I was like, okay, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. But yeah. So, a fun fact, Ryan, I was actually, you know, one of his former students. Um, and through that class, I got to do a project for Formula. And so, as far as that project, I'm still in this mindset of, let me figure out, you know, the consumer behavior around Formula. Like, because the project was about getting, trying to get UVA guys to go to Formula classes from a marketing standpoint. Um, and like how he like, there we go, there we go, gamers by game. Um, so I guess nice. let me let me know. Let's, let's get both of you guys in here in terms of like, for guys specifically, right? Because I was like the number one research kind of finding we 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 figured out was that you know guys have this stigma and this hesitation to going into like uh, a training class, especially of course you know we say a running you know, running training class. I know you said earlier, oh like you know when you first started, I'm not a runner. Why do I want to go to a running class? And just trying to explain to them that hey, like once you get in the door and once you actually try it for yourself, you feel the group energy. Like it hits a little bit differently than just you know going to mem gym and like getting you know thirty pound like doing all your like your barbell lifts and all that stuff is fun. And obviously you know guys love our free gyms <laughs> and you know we love to be able to like just do whatever we want because we think we know everything. But you know on your end, how have you guys kind of I guess whatever, for you guys for yourselves firstly was it kind of like this realization like oh like I actually really never thought I'd like this type of training, but this is really cool. And then how'd you go about like convincing others, all your other guy friends to try to you know, give it a shot with you? Okay. Yeah, man, you know, a gym is a gym at the end of the day. It's like, um, and I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. not saying this about formula. I'm saying like, when you think about a gym, when you think about going to exercise, you think about going to a gym, it's like, um, mm -hmm. you, you and me hit, like, what you going to the gym for? You know, mm -hmm. like other than like, obviously everybody wants to be healthy, yeah. but it's like, yeah. Oh, you go. Oh, you go to the gym. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, a lot of things is, you you gotta. Yeah, man. I live. Yeah, you know, yeah. like what do you mean? I've been bro? working, bro. Coming to the gym I've been with working. me for what, bro? They do I don't for the, wanna, for the, like, the stories, yeah, bro. Snapchat, you, know? Story, you know, be on the bench. Um, but oh, sitting down, man. Stand up, bro. Are you working out or what? What do you say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can say David and Emily helps a lot in the sense of. Mm -hmm. um killing that stigma around mm -hmm. uh coming to a gym mm -hmm. uh, i can't speak for that for personal experience but also if you have if you have um yeah participated in any of the formula classes oh, yeah. that kind of wipes it out as well um it is competitive because you're side by side mm -hmm. but it's so it's so interactive in the sense of you want yeah. to come back. It's one of those things like addiction. Like I tell David, I told David, this was like two weeks ago. Um, I've been mm -hmm. taking a lot more during my marathon training, mm -hmm. but I told David the other, like a couple of weeks ago that I've never, I said, bro, you know how you say, mm -hmm. you know, how you doing today? And people say, I'm doing good. And it's like, they, they probably, yeah, you never know. Not, they're probably not doing good, but that's, that's it's like filler. routine. It's that's filler. it's in it us. Like I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's what you say. And I start noticing, I'm like, bro, after the end of your class, these people say, thank you. 
I said, I'm starting to, I, like, I'm starting to tell myself, I don't need to say thank you to you because I'm pissed at you. You kicked my ass today. But people leave in this stand. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was horrible. See you next Tuesday. Thank you. That's, yeah, no, that's horrible. And I'm like, people come back to my Tuesday classes to see me after that horrible workout. So it's like this, I don't even know like the term to use for that, but Formula has one of those experiences mm -hmm. of why the hell you keep going back, mm -hmm. but you actually enjoy it and you love it. Um, and I'll let I'll let Paul speak. I've been talking too damn much. Uh, he was I see he was getting right, but then Paul, we and Paul, we we've been mo more recently going yes. every Thursday together mm -hmm. at noon. Uh, and what I was getting at earlier is when I say if you know it's, it's a competitive spirit, or if you go there and work out beside someone or one of your best friends or partners or whoever, it you I don't think I think you could put that almost in in any gym. In, in the sense of that environment, you get some music you grew up to. You got your 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 man's beside you, and yeah. you getting that you throwing you throwing weight mm -hmm. around. It's energy, like yeah. that's that's like that's that's a yeah. little that yeah that's a little contagious. Um, so like you know my my best friend Rahi and my dad every awesome. now and then, but my best he takes my class every that's Tuesday. So cool. You know what I'm saying? So like it's. It's, that stuff yeah. is dope, man. Um, but it's also like I think in the space we're in, prolific, we're 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 creating this this type of um, um, space of it's just you know we're we talk about being healthy. You know, it's like yes, it's the gym, or yes, it's running, or yes, it's walking, or yes, it's jogging, or yes, it's Zumba or any type of movement. It's like yo, we're talking about health. And so it's like kind of like killing that, killing that barrier around like, oh, you go to the gym, you live with like, it's like, man, we're talking about staying healthy and living at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And that's what I mean by like getting rid of that intimidation factor of like formula. It's like, I think they're really just, they actually, I, I'm speaking personally, they actually really care about your well being. Um, Emily asks a lot about um, like, how are you? And people like immediately start talking about, shh, Oh, my leg doesn't hurt or this and that, but you know, it's she's really curious about the well being. But so, the thing is, shout out Emily um, and um because you've already had David um open invite yeah. to the podcast if she's listening. She's probably not because she's probably busy training the Virginia dance team, but you know You know, new coach shout, shout out coach. coach um I think from what you just said, essentially you take a group of individuals and they become a group they become a team once they step in that room and they leave um i mean that's so cool man i've for the past 12 for the past 10 weeks we got two more weeks for the past 10 weeks man i've i've been doing the hardest i've been doing the hardest thing yeah. of my life i've ever done man i've been and i've been through some shit in life um but for the past 10 weeks i've been mm -hmm. a part of one of the hardest things in the sense of accountability and commitment of my life and that's been training for my first marathon. I'm running the Richmond, the Richmond Marathon, um, November 13th, 11-13. It'll be my first marathon. So I've trained for it uh, for the past okay. 10 weeks. It's a 12-week training plan. Shout out mm -hmm. to Formula. Um, I'm on the Formula tra Marathon training plan. Um, yeah. They supported Prolific on this yeah. training plan with the half, um, the AK and the, the whole. Um, so 
Um, I've been I've I've been dealing with that process for the past ten to twelve weeks. Um, I approached it with my personality in the sense of have fun yeah. with it. You know, um, you know, it's just another day. It's it's life, and yeah. you know, the way I approach life is you know just just have fun with it. You know, it can it can end tomorrow. It can end today. So that training plan has been. I mean, during the training, the yeah. training, I've been enjoying the process of the training, um, acknowledging mm-hmm. that my body has got me through it. Mm-hmm. We have peaked um, two weeks ago in the sense of the, yeah. the most mileage. Um, so we're on the way back down. That's yeah. a com- yeah, that's an accomplishment. Sure. Um, the taper has been fun. Um, so I'm 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 proud of myself. I don't acknowledge myself yeah. often because I'm 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 busy acknowledging others. That's just the way I am. Um, I, you know, I, I it's a people say humbling. It's mm-hmm. you know it's you know that's it's just the way I've been my entire life. Um, you know, I rather acknowledge other people, but during this training sure. process, I've been able to mm-hmm. acknowledge myself and tap in with myself and 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 internally like you know get to know myself mentally and physically better um so um i'm proud of myself yeah. for that um i'm i'm I, I can't wait to get it over with so i can get my weekends back man um and yeah, yeah man i'm like it's <laughs> Yeah, man. He you said, know, I want to go like, out on Friday nights. I, like, I travel. I want to drink on things, Friday. Man. So I've had to travel within the past 10 weeks around training. I've had, we, me and my lady went down to Winston-Salem Labor Day weekend. Ooh, okay. To go to a tiny house or a teeny house. Yeah. Depends whatever you want to call it. A small house, it doesn't matter. Um. And that was small, on small ass house. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was on Sunday. We just did mm-hmm. a night, a, like a day, Sunday to Monday. We run on long runs on Saturday. It was 16 miles that weekend. We did not want to get in the car after running mm-hmm. 16 miles. So we went down to Raleigh, which is an hour yeah. and some change from Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. Because it was the closest city, we linked up with a run crew down there. Um, but we went to rally so that we didn't have to drive from Charlottesville just to go to the teeny house to stay for the weekend because we needed to run 16 miles. Yeah. So, you know, it's like planning around that um, and things like that. Um, we've ran in Richmond. We ran in Atlantic City for training. Um, so it's been dope. Yeah. Um, but to commit to something that you don't have to do is tough you know no one's making you do exactly right no one's making you do this but how do you think it'll feel you know you look at the end of the year and you say man like i Mm -hmm. ran my first marathon and like i did that and you know no one else put me here like i did this for me and i know you know we have a similarity in terms of like not giving yourself you know enough credit not you know in terms of training and life like that's a huge i think milestone for able to look back on and say hey like this was 100% all me. And, of course, people around you and your support system who get you there. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, and, that's something and, that you can really just not, you know, and proud of. So really, really I don't want to say not only that, but in addition to that, man, like, it can help you personally on a, like, like, yeah. like a personal level, like, for your drive and, like, everyday life, whether it's work, mm-hmm. whether it's personal mm-hmm. matters you're dealing with, whether it's family to know you committed to this so that that's strengthening your men your, your your mental you know what i mean like 
that's strengthening all of that, all of those things. And not only that, yeah. you're you just put your body in the best shape of your life, in the sense of you train to run twenty six sure. miles. Your body, sure. whether you yeah, think yeah. it looked like it or not, your endurance and in inside of it, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're you're in the best shape of your life. So, well, um, in the year, I'm excited to end it with that, man. To be honest, um, it's yeah. it's one of the most excited things in my life. My family's yeah. excited, and I'm excited to get it over with. But I'm excited to run it too, man. I'm literally I'm approaching it just how you all That's met awesome. me. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, out at prolific four to five mile yeah. route. This is how I approach the marathon. Same mentality. That's how I'm going out there on race day. Same mentality, man. Yeah. I'm having fun with it. Um, and that's that. And I've, I've known that's yeah. why, you know, individuals are able to gravitate towards this energy or the energy of myself or I'm able to, you know, gravitate towards people and be myself around people mm -hmm. because the organic energy and the love that I'm passing off, you know, they know it's 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 me being me, and that's how I approach the marathon. And I said, if mm -hmm. I didn't if if I didn't approach the marathon this way, I know I would never do another again. Or and also, I probably wouldn't have wanted to do the marathon if I wasn't having fun with it. Um, <laughs> it's crazy as that yeah. sounds. I really mean that. And I told everyone that's how I was going to approach it because that's why I do what I do on a weekly basis with Prolific. I, I'm not forcing myself to do this. This is fun. So why not, you know, approach the marathon that way? hundred percent. That's passion right there. And I, that's Alex. There's a man, Alex even this book called like all about passion. Right. So I think now I'm reading it finally, Alex, sorry, it took me a little bit, a while to get to it, but mm. I'm reading it and little thing is, you know, the marathon to my angle for you, it seems like a perfect fit because to me, like, you know, I hear, I remember a chapter from the book. It was like, you know, when you have your passions, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a good day or a bad day, whether you have a really good race or a really bad race for running. Right. There's something in this really calming and really motivating about just showing up to work. Good day go for a run and work check clock in clock out get that done that level of consistency and that that's that ability to just lock in and say hey like i committed to this not because you know i'm doing this anywhere anywhere else because you know i am doing this for me and to be me authentically that type of fit between you and any activity for anyone out there i think that's just a special thing so to see that come to vision for you and you know be able to do you know in, in the formula and for a little bit and now you know in, your, in personal training i think it's a very cool cohesion to, and i hope you know yeah, that's a good example to set for, for me and for Alex for everyone yeah. out there to kind of you know try to find a level of passion in our just myriad of activities we have in our daily yeah, life or just drive and um yeah you know, appreciate yeah. you sharing that goal and and I know you're gonna crush it and I uh, will be always oh, gonna kill it I will be Cannot following wait. along on IG yeah, oh it's gonna be there and and what I got Oh, I'm gonna need the camera crew out there too, though. I'm gonna need the camera crew. They're gonna be out there. I'm gonna need that. They're gonna cover uh, some of my story out there because it's with it being my first. Nice. And, Let's go. You know, you know, leader, prolific, and things like that. And, um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be a dope experience, man. I'm excited Dude, for it. My dad's gonna be out there yeah. cheering me on, man. My brother's oh, gonna awesome. be out Let's there. Might run some miles with me. I'm excited, man. It's gonna be dope. I. I, I I don't want I didn't want to run it as fast as I think I was going to run it in the sense of like I wanted to like mm -hmm. kind of I don't want to say chill but I kind of wanted to save something but I think it's going to be so much adrenaline out there man I, people going to be pushing me I'll be mad as hell because I'll be like man I wanted to run nines man yeah. you know I wanted to relax right. and that's not right. saying that's yeah, no I'm not saying that's slow yeah. at no all change. I'm not saying that's you know I'm not not trying to um, mm -hmm. underestimate anybody other's time I'm saying in a sense of 
that's what I wanted to do. And I know these jokers are going to be in my ears talking sure. about, man, run them eights. Yeah, and I'm sure. like, God sure. darn it. Uh, no, you have to. You have to yeah, I'm gonna have to. Way, yeah, you know, just and just ride the energy, and I think it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be amazing, and what what I got from what you were saying about just like doing something you don't have to do, I think of every step when I run, as turning the page of the book of my life and learning more about myself. Oh, yo. so every step. He's- he waits to the last. Oof, that's a knowledge bomb. I was just run that back. Real the other quick. day, I mean, I was so, you like, know, and maps also say it again, say it again. Even hit the reverb. It's like every step when you run, it's turning another page yeah. in a book. But it's it's weird Whoa. because this book you don't know when it ends or how it ends, but you're just learning, and every mile you just flip, flip, and you're like, oh, I can do that, or oh, I can, I can run with other people. I can do hard things. I can do whatever if I show up consistently. So that's just what I was thinking about when you were talking about. Um, I always, I always say with, with people that run and that's, that's run on any level. It's like, it's not a pedestal on that. Like, you know, like people ask about like, you know, how is things after the Brooks, you know, the Brooks short film or after the New York times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was, was awesome dope, by man. the way. It was dope. Yeah. Both and it's, it's, it's wild because the run community they they all can relate because if you hear stories it's like yo i'm just like man i'm just out there running i'm just i'm just running it's like nah you're doing something dope it's like bro i'm just running and that's what i've learned it's like you can everyone is willing to talk to you on any level of running like they don't put themselves on a pedestal mm-hmm. of like I'm better than you, you know that fame and all of that was crazy stuff with you know whether it's artists or <laughs> um, 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 actors and things like like the run community yeah. are it's like one, and when you say like turning the page, it's wild because you, it's I'm pretty confident it's other things, but when like it's nothing like getting to know yourself on a run. Like you have to tap into oh, your yeah. mental. Like, yo, oh, yeah. I'm here. What are we gonna do? We got to get home. What are we gonna do? Yeah. And it's this journey has been amazing. Like I said, like I'm like a pretty like bright person in the sense of knowing myself, and I have got to know myself so much mm-hmm. more things I never would have even tapped into mm-hmm. because of running. And I keep getting excited about this marathon because I know when I hit that wall. At seventeen, at sixteen, I'm like, you I'm learn, like, yo, you I'm gonna different. have to you tap into something, something I've never tapped into in my life. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, and that's exciting. That's awesome. yeah. mentally more than physically, right? All mentally, because, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's it's exciting to think about, man. I I've been through you know journeys of losing best friends and losing a brother, and you know, it's like I mm-hmm. I learned myself in a different perspective then because I've never obviously lost someone before then. Um, so, you know, you, yeah. you go through these ups and downs and holes and you get stuck in these, these, these spaces of not caring and being selfish and all of mm-hmm. that. And it like translate, it like it transitions over to running. Like that, it, that helped me understand what I went through. I wasn't running during those times, but me running now, helps me understand and relate to what I went through 
I just didn't know how to handle it then. And so to to be able to wow, yeah. sign up for one of the hardest things in your life and run something you've never in your life thought about running is bigger than the run piece of it. Like, yes, I want to finish that 26.2. Yeah. And I think everybody times the fast times and the world records and all of that is, I, I really do believe it's amazing. But if you can like, and this isn't life, this isn't just about running. If you can do something for yourself or in the sense of like having the passion behind that and doing, you know, doing it to build character within amongst yourself or, you know, you could yeah. you could approach anything like this, and you know we're runners, so we're at the end of the day we're looked at as those crazy people in the sense of who runs. That's stupid. But if anyone like you, if 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 yeah. every individual could approach life this way, man, they they'd all be in a better position yeah. because you know they challenge themselves to be better, and that's all we're doing out there running, man. We're mm-hmm. challenging ourselves to be better people, individuals our family and friends and yeah um that's why i'm excited about the marathon because i can only imagine where my headspace would be at coming out of that and where i'm at now and i'm also excited to witness the encouragement these the, the other individuals and members of prolific mm-hmm. art will be able to come out of it with man these people are about to get after it. it's half marathons mm-hmm. people running mm-hmm. that's yeah. never ran before so and they've trained for it and <laughs> It's dope, man. I can't wait. That's lit. Dude, yeah. And I got two things, and I'll pass it off to Kenan. Um, number one. Give me a sign off. The huh? challenge. We, uh, I think we're down, we're down one already. The, so we have I know, to... right. The challenge is the change, right? So there's no, oh. there's no, it, it'll be the status quo unless something challenges you or you find to take it another level, to take it up a step. Um, and the second thing is you mentioned like losing people, losing friends, or just like, going through rough spots i think everything everyone goes through rough spots everyone doesn't talk about going through rough spots right and so i think back sometimes and if you look at your life as a career and you think about all the l's and all the w's everyone's got l's everyone's got w's but i ask myself or try to every day like all right how am i getting a w today or a couple or a few and how can i stack those up and then build on yesterday and the week before and the month before so Anyways, I'll pass it off to Kenan to, to finish us up here. I got the same response to both of you and Littles. Thank you so much for sharing. It's been a great little ending to what's been a phenomenal conversation with both you and Paul. Um, I would say this is about running. This is also not about running. Nice. Um, so shout out to Coach Bennett, Nike Run Club. <laughs> um, shout out to Dr. Yeah, West. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to him. below on the leaderboard. Yeah, we don't have time for that one. Well, and it's no, what's the reason why Whoa. I came out to run what is now prolific? Let mm-hmm. me rephrase that. Wes is wow. one wow. of the, between him and Will, but Wes was one of the, one of the people that got me out there too. In the sense of like me coming out to prolific mm-hmm. for the first time prior to it being named prolific. That's, yeah. that's dope. That's, that's awesome. dope. Yeah. Save that story for another time, but. No, West Shaw West, because West got me a Nike Run Club, and I get to see, oh, like, this is how yeah, I'm looking this out. I had the hell with West Challenge. Challenge. That joke is one on 100 miles every week. I mean, every <laughs> month. Don't nobody want to do that. Uh, <laughs> so, like, damn. Crazy. I was competitive out here. But, no, you know, it's been, again, it's a conversation about running and life, just everything, you know, coming together. And I'm just really thankful that we got to have it. So, looking forward to, you know, every, every, all the successful things you guys get up to down to Cecil, and hopefully Alex and I will stop. Man, we should be in Texas and New York soon, man. 
We, hey, oh, that's what I'm saying. Go. So listen, open invite. You hit it here first. Let's go. For any year going forward where I'm in the city or where I'm not. New York City Marathon, you got one done. You get one done this year. Yeah. Anytime y'all want to think about coming up to the city, we, we, can, we can get some, what part get some runs what part in. And if it's a big one, if it's a big one. Well, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah where you? You're in Austin. Okay, where? Yeah, I had a, um, yeah. I'm going to have, I'll send it to you, Alex, on um, Instagram. One of, um, I, I think it was after the Times article, one of, um, but with that i mean thank you so much man i know it's a it's a weeknight and you have many things you could be up to um, but we appreciate we appreciate you appreciate your time anything else can Hey, I'm gonna say yeah, shout out to my to guy Paul P, so much, you, you know, know yeah he had to step <laughs> off early. <laughs> he got he's, he got a, yeah. he got a four-year-old so he's out of the time mm. in the time zone right there so we appreciate him second second round dropping a lot of knowledge and sharing a little bit about himself I was just so thrilled to be able to learn a little bit more about you guys and all the great things you're doing um I know the littles that are trying to watch uh -huh. the end of this Giants Chiefs game um so we're gonna have to, have to wrap this up don't spoil don't don't spoil it for me um but um nah man it's been great and just uh thank you again so much yeah, man, appreciate y'all, man. Stay in touch, man. And um, yeah, man, we got the. I, I don't know if y'all seen it. Um, I don't know if y'all got any gear. I put the pre-sale link out. We got some um, hoodies and stuff. I saw you can do shipping. They got shipping on there if y'all want to. Um, if y'all want to grab. Um, but if not, I can I can send y'all some stuff too, man. If y'all um, if y'all can't make it by the pre-sale, just let me know. I can I can mail it to y'all, and I can we can deal with that outside of the link. So yeah, let me know. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Good, man, what a conversation, what a time! Thank you to all the listeners for sitting around with us for this conversation. And with that, Kenan, another one, bye -bye. another one in the books. Bye bye. Get your get your sleep, drink your water, and tell your people you love. Yes, sir. Go Chiefs, baby. I'm out. <laughs>